Well, hey, church, we, we talked in the first little message here, uh, the first part of the sermon, we talked about prayer as a lens that is, that is a plea. And now I want to talk about prayer as a personal conversation, prayer through the lens of a personal conversation. Prayer is a personal exchange between the Creator and us. If you think about it this way, heaven meets earth. They collide together every time that a child of God's knees touch the ground. And praying, uh, kneeling when we pray is wholly appropriate. It's, it's a great part of prayer. It's not necessary to prayer, uh, but it is appropriate. It's a good part of it. And heaven meets earth every time that we pray. Every time you begin a conversation, you're taking place in something divine, but at the same time, deeply personal. And that's what I love about prayer is that prayer is such a personal exchange. It's a, it's a personal relationship. You have a father who loves you and who wants to talk with you. If you think about it this way, this prayer is simply the father picking you up from school and you're riding home and he's bought you your, you know, he's bought you a cake pop or he's bought you a snack or something. And he's saying, tell me about your day. This is what prayer is. Matthew chapter 6 shows us exactly how we can have this personal conversation with the Father. I'll read you the, uh, the passage and then break it apart. Matthew 6, 9 through 13, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Lead us not into, to, into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If you played sports at all, or maybe you've seen, remember the Titans, I don't know, you, you've heard this prayer somewhere. This is an iconic passage in the Bible, and it begins with this saying, Our Father, hallowed be thy name. This reminds us of who God is. See, prayer should be uh, more than just an airing of grievance or, or um, grievances or a talking to ourselves. In fact, I would argue that if every time you pray, God agrees with you, you're probably just talking to yourself and you're probably giving yourself the answers you just hope God is telling you. Uh, God is a very personal God and he's going to have an honest conversation with you. And reminding ourselves when we pray of who God is, is so important. This, this can often be misinterpreted as like, well, if you want something from God, butter him up by saying, oh, our Father, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come. That's not what it is. This, this part of prayer is, is showing us who God is. It is reminding us that God is big enough to answer the question that we're about to ask. And then he says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is asking God to accomplish his will and expand his kingdom through everything that we do. This kind of changes our request and it reminds us of what we are asking. When we go to ask God something, we've got to remind ourselves, is this going to expand his kingdom and accomplish his will? Or is it just that I really want this thing from Amazon? Is it just that I really want to go to this particular game? It may perhaps expand the kingdom and it may be a part of his will, but reminding ourselves of this when we say your kingdom come, your will be done. It is putting the needs and the will and the kingdom of God before we ask for anything. It is saying to him, God, your kingdom, your will is above mine. Your kingdom is above my needs. Your will is above my will. I want everything I'm about to ask or do or say 
to help accomplish expanding your kingdom? Would you use me to expand your kingdom? So you could sound something like this. Jesus, you are holy, just, righteous, perfect, loving. God, help use me to expand your kingdom today through all of my actions, through all of my prayers, through all of my thoughts. Help me to accomplish your will. This is kind of an example of that. But then he says, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. This is the part where we begin to shift to the needs that we have, the things that um, that we need, the, the request we are making known to God. This is the part in the, in the personal conversation where, with God where we're saying to him, Father, I, I need your wisdom. Father, I need, I need favor. I need favor with God and I need favor with man. This is the part of that personal exchange with God the Father where we get into our request and we say to him, you know, um, with your kingdom and will in mind, would you please fulfill my needs? And, and would you give me the things that I need? And then the harder part, would you restore my relationship with you when I failed and separated myself, um, given distance, you know, because I've, I've got into sin and now I'm like, oh, he's mad, you know, all of those things. Would you please help restore the relationship that is with you? And then restore any broken relationships that I may have with others. God, would you, would you help me? Would you give me what you need? Would you help restore and keep my heart and my spirit close to your heart and your spirit? And would you help restore the relationships that are damaged, maybe by me or maybe by others? Maybe they've done something. God, would you please help me to forgive them and to restore the relationship with them? Then he says, do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. This idea here is similar to this. Keep me from situations where I may sin. Give me wisdom to avoid temptation, strength to resist, and grace for when I fail. So I've um, kind of worded this prayer, and I pray this prayer kind of uh, a little bit regularly. And and the the way that I pray it is is I, I cry out and I'll say, you know, hey, um, Jesus, you're holy, you're righteous, you're just, you're good, you're loving, you're kind. Would you do everything that I, would you have everything that I do today, every thought, every, every action, would it expand your kingdom and would it be a part of your will? And then I say, you know, God, would you please give me the things I need today? Would you help keep my heart and spirit close to yours? And also, would you restore any broken relationships I have? And then, Father, would you keep me from situations where I may sin? Would you give me the wisdom to avoid temptation and then strength to resist temptation if I'm in it? And then, Father, would you give me grace for when I do fail you? This regular, consistent prayer realigns us with God and helps us connect with Him. Somebody said one time that prayer can change the world and prayer can also change us. And I think this prayer that's like a personal conversation with, with God does this. This is a prayer that I, I try to pray every day. And it it's, reminds me that God, my Heavenly Father, personally cares and wants a personal relationship with Him. And it's a prayer that kind of guides my heart towards Him as a loving Father who wants a personal exchange with me. So we've talked about the lens of prayer is a plea. 
Now we've talked about the lens of prayer as a personal conversation. And I hope that I hope that this is helping you. We're gonna take a we're gonna sing a song here or take a break and then we'll talk about prayer as a practice.